Broadcasting from the Stolen Droids Hangout, it's the Stolen Droids Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Zoner. I'm Zoot. Fall sucks. Why? I love autumn. I'm so tired of leaves. Oh yeah, that's that's an issue. There there are many leaves in my yard as well. But that's what kids are for, man. Because if yeah. you want a crappy job done with the leaves being raked up, then you have your kids do it. Yeah, I just don't know where the leaves keep coming from. That's what's weird. It, it is, because, you know, you look at the tree and you think, oh, there's like 12 leaves left, and then there's like 12,000 in your yard the next day. Yeah, what's even worse is the fact that I do have kids, and some of them have been helping, and the other ones have been going out going, ooh, and they jump in them, and suddenly all the work that's been done, gone. Yeah, my kids were doing that to the point where I have a bunch of leaves about the size of a dime now that are extremely, extremely difficult to rake up. And so I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I need like a vacuum for my yard. They have them. I know they do. I need one. I'm thinking of getting one myself. Yeah. I, I, except I, I'm going to make the backpack look like the proton pack from Ghostbusters. It's going to be awesome. Of course. Of course. You, oh, that's the only way to do it. Mm-hmm. Hey, shout out to our friends over at trekradio.net, kryptonradio.com, stitcher.com, Radio KSCR, and Geek Factor Radio. Yes, thank you for supporting us. And thank you to our Patreon support subscribers, supporters, whatever they are. Um, Sub- support subscribers. Yeah, we, we got a new one this week. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's awesome. Thanks, thanks guys, for supporting us. We do appreciate it. We and actually if, don't know all of them that have now. If if you want to support us, well, we'll, we'll put their name in the show notes and, and thank them for, for those who have contributed above that limit but uh, rough and is it rough and zane are those the guys yeah uh, that are over our limit for that um but yeah if you want to support us too or say thanks because you like what we do even just a dollar a month i mean that's like cheaper than a pack of gum now go without a snickers bar one day and and you can you can say thanks to thanks to stolen droids for hours of entertainment it's weird that you're likening it all to food like the people listening to us are all like food addicts well this seems mildly insulting actually it, it, it's less than a starbucks coffee how's that because that's what the sally struthers would do when she would get on and say oh fix these starving children in africa for the price of a cup of coffee a day that's a really expensive habit. It is. I mean, coffee is like heroin, I think, isn't it? You inject mm-hmm. it. Some people want to anyways. But yeah, head over to stolen or patreon.com slash stolen droids and, and check out the details and please I like us. To, I prefer to huff coffee like it's an aerosol can. <laughs> I, just, I love the smell. Um, yeah, you do not. I can tell. I, I can't smell it. I don't know what the smell is like. That's, so. that's probably why you hate it in general, actually. <laughs> yeah, it smells I, like the only redeeming value of coffee. I, I do not like the taste of coffee at all. All right. Well, I'm a tea man. I want to say there's a joke there, but I'm really tired, and I just don't know. Like, maybe there is, maybe there actually isn't. Also, disclaimer, dear listener, and I apologize, it is flu and cold season. Um, And so I have a small tickle in the back of my throat, and I hope to uh, not cough into the mic. But I I guess that means I have to pay attention then so I know what we're talking about. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I gotta pay attention. Okay, I'll I'll do my best to pay attention then. <laughs> All right, our first one comes from a really interesting headline here, um, and it comes from 
the video game industry. We don't often report on a lot of video game news, mainly because there's not a lot of video game news that comes out. Well, there is, but it's like, oh, Call of Duty 47 is coming out this week, and, and that's not really what we do here. So Right, and it's kind of like, well, yeah, we know. I was playing it just now. But if you do want video game news, check out the MPX podcast. Nice cross promotion. I like yes, that. Yes, because so, those guys talk video games. So interestingly, the company that makes Humvees, Hummers, is suing Activision over Call of Duty. Yeah, I think that's interesting. They're um, from what I get, they're almost saying that the series' success is due to the fact that they used Humvees. Which is really bizarre. Okay, so you don't play Call of Duty because it's a driving sim. But you do play Call of Duty or Battlefield or other games like it for the realism. And these games, um, EA does Battlefield, Activision does Call of Duty, they put a lot of work into the realization, to the realism, to making everything as realistic as they possibly can. You're not just picking up a gun. You're picking up, you know, a Heckler and Koch MP5 with the collapsible stock, the suppression shroud, and the red dot sight. They they get really, really, really specific because they try and mimic exactly what it is in actual military engagements, right? That's the point of it. Yeah. Although I will say I don't play those games for the realism. I play them because I like to shoot things. Right, right. Which is why I play Destiny. Yeah. I mean, and that's a good way to do it without, like, ending up in prison and, and stuff. So just keep it, keep it in the virtual world and you're good to go. Now, what's really odd here is is that if you're going to do a military shooter and one of the characters in your game is U.S. military, what else would they be driving? Toyota Land Cruisers. <laughs> well, here, here's the argument, okay? So if you play Forza like I do or, or Gran Turismo, the video game manufacturer has to get a license from the car manufacturer to feature that car. Which makes sense. Makes total sense. You're right? using the vehicle's likeness. That's intellectual property. and Yeah, it makes oh, sense. And what's more is you're actually showing the logo of the car. Yes. And the Although, logo of, I, of all I, of them. I would think, though, that, that manufacturers would want that to happen because that's a lot of free publicity. Mm-hmm. Right. But a lot of them don't, actually. Um, for a long time, Porsche didn't want to do anything with it because they had to deal with need for speed. And so you couldn't get Porsche in Gran Turismo or in Forza. It was actually quite annoying. You had to get RUF. But still, they were they were in the video game world, just not the video games you wanted. They were using that as a as a publicity tool. Right, right. Uh, and for a long time, uh, both Activision and EA would pay uh, gun manufacturers to allow use of their guns in games. And then Sandy Hook happened. And the Bushmaster that the shooter used in Sandy Hook Elementary was the same as the Bushmaster that was in um, Battlefield. The exact same one. Okay. And the NRA came out and said, well, it's not actually guns that are the problem. It's these corrupt video game companies. And oh, what, what was the actual quote? Because they said something that was just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, oh, no. a quote, a callous, corrupt, and corrupting shadow industry that sells and sows violence against its own people, end quote. That's what the NRA said about the video game industry. 
The video game industry was paying gun manufacturers tons of money to license games, license uh, the likeness of their products in games. So when that happened, and this was years ago, um, EA decided to no longer pay for licenses for guns. They still had the guns in the games. They just wouldn't pay the gun manufacturers. No word on whether Activision followed suit. But as ridiculous as this sounds, AM General, the company that makes the Hummer, might actually have a case to stand on. I don't know. Well, it is intellectual property. I mean, I can understand wanting it. And, you know, Activision's made, what, like $15 billion in revenue over Call of Duty games? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of money. And if they haven't paid licensing for that, I could understand. I, I could understand Humvee wanting a piece of that action. But do, and this is a genuine question because I don't know where does it stop. Like I know in movies or TV shows they can't use certain music because certain the royalties for certain songs or the the licensing cost is too high. So they'll find whatever they can to not do that particular song. And a lot of times, also in video games, if they have someone drive up in a sports car, it's a really nondescript kind of sports car body without trying to be a specific car. Because then they have to pay, you know, yeah. the likeness there. But it's so, a generic. They they try and stay as generic as possible. But so if they get onto an airplane, a jet fighter, and it's realistic, do they have to pay Lockheed Martin or General Dynamics? Do they have to pay different sites for putting... Uh, like, say you're driving around the Arc de Triomphe in Paris in a Need for Speed game. Do they have to pay the city of Paris for what is arguably an incredibly recognizable landmark? That's an excellent question. I, I, I would mean, think, I'm just I kind would of, think I'm honestly some wondering. of it would fall under fair use. I mean, there's, there's certain things like the Eiffel Tower, Statue of Liberty, like landmarks that I would think you should be able to just use because, I mean, it's there. It's for everybody. Well, then wouldn't the Humvee fall under that? Because everyone knows what a Humvee is, and it's the only vehicle used by the military from certain year to certain year. And that is an excellent question. I'm interested to see how this shakes out. I am too. I'm betting that it goes to a settlement. Activision will pay them a ton of money. They'll sign a licensing agreement, and they'll be happy. I'm honestly wondering, though, if this isn't a cash grab from AM General LLC, because uh, scuttlebutt has been that the military has been looking to retire the Humvee and move to a new high-mobility vehicle to completely just scrap all production of the Humvee. And if that happens, then AM General is out a lot of money. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a very lucrative contract for them. So, yeah, maybe it is. Maybe they're trying to... They're just going to become patent trolls. They're just trying to get that last gold goose egg. Yeah, I mean, they're and pretty soon they'll be like filing, uh, filing lawsuits against people saying that they invented the term truck or that they invented the term podcast, and it'll go to court and eventually they'll just be shut down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that that is interesting. I you you do pose a good question: is is where does it end? What what is that line? What can they do and what can't they do? And I think that that's a, a discussion that people have been having for years. But yeah, this is this is interesting. Yep. So um, into other interesting, 
in what I think is going to be real indicative of things to come, the first driverless shuttle in Las Vegas was launched. Yes. Um, it's, and it had problems. It had problems. Um, it got into an accident. Crashed, it had a crash the very first day of operations. And it had nothing to do with the driverless shuttle. It did everything it was supposed to do. And a truck driver just ran into it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, to be fair, driving a truck on the strip is not an easy thing. Driving on the strip is not an easy thing. Uh, for those of you who have never driven on the Las Vegas Strip, there's a lot of cars. And there's a lot of people. And there's a lot of mayhem. It's it's like organized chaos. Uh, but there was somebody who was actually on that shuttle and he said, you know, this is exactly what happened. We were driving. Everything was going great. It was traveling like 20 miles an hour, 25 miles an hour, very conservative driving. And it stopped for a truck and then the truck started backing up and it backed into it. And I mean, the shuttle was stopped the truck was in reverse, a big, big semi truck, 18 wheeler with a, with a trailer on it. And they could see the, the semis mirrors, but the driver of the, of the truck just was not paying attention and didn't see the shuttle and, and turned, see that, turned into him. That's going to be the problem always with driverless vehicles until that is always going to be, but okay. And, and here's to play devil's advocate a bit. Part of being a good human driver is being aware of situations as they come up. Yes. And I don't know, you know, I honestly don't know quite how strong the algorithms are in driverless cars, how strong the AI is, if you can call it that at all, to know that, yeah, there's a car there, so I'm not going to turn. That's basic. Versus, there's a car right there. I don't know if he sees me. I'm going to be really cautious and not go there. Yeah, and I think eventually we will get to that point with AI. But right now, I don't think we're there. Yeah. I mean, we're barely there with the many humans. And that is kind of the thing, too. It's like, well, who's to say that that is what would have happened if a driver had been there? Yeah. I mean, my wife was in a situation similar to that years ago where she was stopped and somebody started backing up and just didn't see her and ran into her. And my wife could see it was going to happen she had nothing that she could do though she had cars behind her so she couldn't throw it into reverse to back up she was basically trapped and had to watch this truck back over the front of her car and i i think that right there is is going to be an issue you know mm-hmm. not necessarily that a truck is going to back over the driverless vehicles but just you're going to be in situations where the driverless vehicle either doesn't know how to respond or can't respond, which is exactly what happened here. But I find it interesting because it seems like the news media really is having a good time with this, jumping all over this like it is. Oh, you see, this is why this technology will never take off. This is why it's trying to kill us all. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're out there and they're using this as the excuse when it wasn't the technology to blame at all. Right. So that's fun. Yeah, that kind of bugs me though. How everyone's jumping on this? See, told you so. Shut up. <laughs> Read the facts. Um, let's uh, jump ahead to some other facts about how TripAdvisor has a new achievement badge to give to different resorts. Yeah, this 
<laughs> you know, this is not an achievement that you want to unlock. Right, right. Uh, I mean, it really is not. Um, but they have, we talked last week about the Mexican resorts that were full of, of rapey people. Um, and how TripAdvisor took down those warnings that people who had been raped were putting up to try and prevent other people from being raped. And so now they, they've they gone in and they have put up a warning. Uh, and I actually can't even read the warning. It's so small. But uh, it does say TripAdvisor has been made aware of recent media reports or events concerning this property, which may not be reflected in reviews found in this listing. So and then they go on to say, accordingly, you may wish to perform additional research for information about this property when making your travel plans. So, I mean, that is something good for them, I guess. That's better than taking it down and saying, you know, it never happened because it's hearsay. But is that enough, Zook? I don't know. I'm, pardon me, again, tickling my throat. I'm not really sure if that is enough. And and I'm trying to search TripAdvisor right now. So let's, let's actually see how this works. Yeah, I think it's interesting though that they're they're saying, "Oh, well, we've got recent media reports talking about this." They're not recent, and you're the reason that they're in the media because you took them down. I mean, that's I, I feel like that's kind of deflecting the responsibility on them a little see, bit. I'm I'm looking it up right now. That exact example they had on TripAdvisor, and um, no. I got that it's number six of 11 hotels in Playa Parisio. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, oh, the stars have gone down from five last week when we talked about it, down to four. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, where is this supposed to be? I don't see it at all. Wait, that's... Hold on. Did they just send like a screenshot of of something to Engadget and Engadget ran with it? Is that what happened? Hold on. Ah, there it goes. Okay. It was a different one with the same similar name. Mm-hmm. However, even though and it's right there up at the top, it has 4.5 stars. Awesome. Now, you know, TripAdvisor, this this is a good step. We should give them credit. It is a good step. Whether it's sufficient or not, um, that remains to be seen. Who knows? I, I, I would hate to see a... I would hate to see an entire uh, company or resort or individual or anything destroyed based on allegations that may or may not be true. Although in this case, you know, chances are they're probably true. Uh, We have no reason to believe otherwise. But, you know, I find it interesting too that TripAdvisor, when they announced, oh, well, we're going to put these these warnings up on these sites or on these locations, uh, and we've reached out to those individuals and we've apologized to, to them and, you know, we feel very bad, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, one of the women who reported that she was raped on, on TripAdvisor 
It says that the company actually never contacted her and that they lied about apologizing for deleting her post. Now, I guess TripAdvisor has eventually come out and reached out to her um, since this, since they, they made these this public comment. But she's not real happy. She's saying it's a little too little too late. Um, so, yeah, TripAdvisor, I mean, they are trying to be good, I guess, but I think they're still liars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, or at least, at least one of these uh, alleged victims is saying that they're liars, which, you know, it's a big company. I'm not surprised. I'm what not was that surprised. thing you said? Oh, it was a few months ago, actually. Whenever anything comes out about a company, just believe the worst. Was that what you, you kind of you worded it better than that? But yeah, and it was probably with one of the data breaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just and Uber. What, and whatever they're saying, it's probably worse than what they're saying because they're in total damage control. And I think TripAdvisor is in damage control mode right now. I mean, you and I were talking about this before the before the show in our pre-show stuff, and talking about how. Hollywood, just every day somebody is being fingered, please no pun intended, uh, as being a really unfortunate (laughs) choice of words right now. A sexual sexual predator or, uh, you know, sexual deviant or something. They're being called out publicly saying, well, this person did this to me 20 years ago or this person did this to me five years ago or this person is doing this now. Uh, nobody's going to be left in Hollywood at this rate. I mean, everybody's getting called out. And you can't... Are you kind of hoping the same thing from these horrible hotels? Well, I I don't think that's going to happen. I I really don't. But you can't be a company like TripAdvisor and have somebody say, this is what's happened to me, and they say, nope, it's just hearsay. You can't do that in today's climate. Right, right. we're uh, we're not there yet, people. Our society is not so evolved or advanced that we've done away with sexual assault, with rape, with things like that. Um, and it's real easy for us as men, as two men uh, behind a microphone, to say, "Oh, well, this is a good step. Things are being done. Things are okay." You know, but the reality is, is that no, that's still not okay for women everywhere. But the whole Harvey Weinstein Hollywood thing has really kind of made it the topic du jour. And hopefully it stays for a while. You know, hopefully it doesn't become a witch hunt. That would be real unfortunate for the cause. It really would. I, I, I think we're, we're about there in I, a lot I, of... I'm worried that we might be approaching that, yeah. Um, but in the meantime, yeah, you're absolutely right. Companies like TripAdvisor or other companies can't afford to do nothing right now. No, you, they can't. Everyone else is doing something. Yeah, and and everybody is focused on this. Everybody is zeroed in on these types of allegations. And if you just brush them aside, then you're immediately part of the problem. And you don't want to be part of the problem. You know what I would love to do? This would be the worst trolling ever. I think I might get lynched if I tried to do this. I'd love to start a discussion with people about all this, these uh, allegations of sexual assault, misconduct, and rape, and handle it the same way people handle mass shootings. No, no, no. This is not sexual assault. This is a mental health issues honor. 
You know, I'm going to say something pretty unpopular right now. You're about to get triggered. I can tell right there. I, I think a like lot the, of it is, is a mental ultimate, health issue, though. This I mean, is, you, oh, well, totally is. No, I. These people are freaking sick. They are messed up. You don't you don't do the stuff that these people are doing. No, no, I don't think you're going to be uh, argued with a whole lot on that one. But you get what I'm saying. This would be like the oh, worst yeah. trolling thing yeah. ever. To just wade deep into a message board with this idea of, well, you know, our thoughts and prayers to the poor woman who was raped, but there's really not much we <laughs> oh can do. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It just, you know, I, I will say this. I don't want to spend the whole the whole show talking about this, uh, but I will say if I behaved even a fraction of the way that these people are reported, alleged, whatever, to have behaved, my dad would slap me until I could not see straight. I mean, that is just, I was raised so differently than to do that kind of nonsense. And apparently they weren't, they were taught this is what you do, which is really, really sick and twisted and wrong. Yep. Um, let's move into some other hard hitting news. Twitter. (laughs) That's a lie. Jeez. Twitter. Yeah. They, they've been rumored now. To be increasing their character limit up to 280 characters. Is that what it is? Yeah. And they've now done it. They've made it available for everyone. So President Trump can really have fun on Twitter now. Do you think... Okay, so let's let's take some bets here. Is he going to become A, more coherent now that he has more space to work with, or B, doubly incoherent? Oh, that's an excellent question. I, I saw something during the primary season before the election where they analyzed each of the Republicans, each of the Republican candidates' speech patterns. And President Trump came in at about the equivalent of a 10-year-old mm-hmm. uh, with his vocabulary and the way that he the way that he projected himself and the words that he chose to use in combinations with other words. They figured he's a 10-year-old boy. Newsflash, people. Really intelligent people don't need to tell you they're intelligent all they, the time. They, they don't. They don't. But, you know, they also don't need to tell you that they have huge hands either. You can generally just look at that and see. And so I don't know if we're, like, giving a 10-year-old boy 280 characters or if it's going to actually be beneficial for him well I think listen listen it, i i'm not a very good tweeter myself okay which is one of the reasons i don't use it and part of the issue is is that i have a hard time fitting what i want to say under the character limit you know though there is a there is an art form to that though there really is being and, able to say what you want to say get all the um all the relevant information out about it and still make yourself sound semi intelligent is hard it really is yeah it it is um but i think that it's kind of nice you know if if you're able to do it it's kind of cool to read that and i don't like i don't know that i like the idea of them increasing it i think they should have haiku day where you can only tweet in haikus oh could you imagine the logic that would have to check that on the back end. It's Not like, really. Just assign a syllable count for each word. And as it's doing it, instead of counting characters, count syllables. That would be awesome. Actually, I, I couldn't do that. I can do 140 characters. 
I can't do haiku. It'd be a real. We'd get some freaking art from that day on Twitter. Oh, we we really would. It, it would be really cool. You'd be like, I would yeah, like to see that. That's completely abusive and misogynistic. But well done, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, in even weirder news from Twitter, because no one honestly cares about the uh, the character count. I think they had some issues when a white supremacist, the uh, gentleman who, uh, and I use the word loosely. Uh, the gentleman who organized the Charlottesville rally, he left Twitter for a while and then he came back. And 26 days after he came back, his account was verified. Got the little blue check mark saying, yep, he's verified. He's a public figure. Um, okay. Some problems with this. A, what has he done to deserve being a public figure or a person of public interest? So much so that he should get a one of those stupid, stupid, coveted blue check marks. And I'll get into that in a second here. And B, how did he get one? And there are other people who actually are of public interests who can't. I think even Twitter doesn't know on this one. They really don't. They have no clue. Now, here's the problem in my mind. The blue check mark is like the ultimate in... Um, in-game purchases. Okay? It's that thing that you go up in Destiny, because like I said, I play Destiny, and this one guy has a pair of gauntlets that doesn't do anything for him, but those gauntlets were only available if you pre-ordered the game at Best Buy. So he wears them all the time, so you know that he's such a fan, he pre-ordered the game at Best Buy, and no one cares. And the blue check marks in my mind are that. You know, I I don't know if now is a good time, but I've actually toyed with the idea of getting verified because we are public figures. We have people who know us. We get approached at cons and stuff and people know who we are, or in my case, Weird Al concerts. Um, I've actually toyed with the idea of of seeing if they would verify me just to see if they would do it. That'd be interesting. I'd try that. See, the issue is, is that supposedly, reportedly, allegedly, whatever you want to say, the blue <laughs> check mark was supposed to be able to verify which accounts were real. So I couldn't create an account that said uh, Weird Al's private account. Yes. Because if I didn't get that check mark, then you didn't know if that was real or not. Yeah. But Weird Al has the blue check mark on his real one. So you know that's an actual account. But that's not how people take it. People take it as if, if, okay, Twitter says you're a real celebrity now. You haven't made it until you've gotten the blue check mark. And Twitter knows that's how people says it, see it. You know, I've never thought of it that way. I, I look at that as, as, okay, this is their legit account. This is, this is the approved account for this individual or company or whatever the case may be. But, but I mean, I see where you're coming from, but Twitter has used their ability to grant or take away the blue check mark on yes. people before. Yes. Twitter's kind of a bu- run by a bunch of a-holes, I think. Yeah. I mean, they did that to our friend Larry Korea, and then they shadow banned him. Yeah. I mean, I, I really think that Twitter is run by some serious a-holes, but I think think that's true with a lot of tech companies a lot of companies i think there's just a lot of a-holes in the world right 
<laughs> a lot of them have a lot more money than me. I do not appreciate that. Yeah, I know. We need to we need to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So in response, uh, Twitter has paused all verification for now until they figure out, oh, maybe we should actually have a policy behind this. Well, dang, I was going to try and get verified tonight while I was doing it here. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Let's oh, stay on geez. social media, though. Uh, Facebook has a kind of interesting idea that they're working with right now. Um, it at once is ludicrously stupid, and it, on the other hand, actually makes really good sense. Um, I'm being attacked by a cat who's really upset that I'm recording right now and not paying attention to him. So long as he doesn't show me his butthole, we'll be good. And there it is. Go get him, Ninja. <laughs> He's like, hey, sailor. Oh, jeez. Um, so the idea is if you don't want your nudes ever online on Facebook. E- ever on Facebook. Ever on Facebook, which we can get into in a second here because that doesn't make a lot of sense. Send yourself nudes of yourself through Messenger. And then tag them and facebook will use that image or those images to create a digital hash that says it's like a fingerprint that says okay this image and images like it are banned at once this is ingenious um because it's a really great way of saying look this is what i look like naked and i don't want to see it or anything like it ever on facebook so by doing this, you're almost preempting anyone ever trying to upload something of you that way. Yeah. Here's where it gets kind of stupid in my mind. A, isn't any nudity against Facebook's terms of service? Like, it shouldn't be, I shouldn't have to tell them I specifically don't want naked pictures of myself on Facebook because Facebook itself is supposed to be taking those down. In fact, they're so overzealous about it, they take down pictures that aren't nudes. Yeah, I mean, they take down pictures of women with elbows and stuff in the bathtub, which... And, and statues, like fine art statues and whatnot. Yeah. Like, so there's that. Like, And second off, what does it say about our society that the only way I can prevent revenge porn being posted... And I say myself, but let's be honest, no one would ever want to commit that to camera. That would be a crime. Um, or, well, I think revenge porn is a crime now. So. Well, yeah, but I'm saying taking a, <laughs> taking a picture of me without like... I know. Like you, I know you want to saying. see me with a burka. Uh, two. Two burkas. Are you calling me fat? Cause... <laughs> no, just ugly. <laughs> You're a three burka wife. Oh man, you know I Mormon just find joke it. For everyone, I find it hilarious that to keep Facebook from putting naked pictures of you on the internet, you send them naked pictures of you. I just think that's hilarious. This sounds like some kind of abusive boyfriend playing. Look, unless you want me to tell everyone you're a slut, you're going to send naked pictures of me of yourself to me. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind that's, of what it feels like. That that is what it feels like, and just think of, just imagine some mouth breather sitting in a server room, looking through all these nudes, downloading them to a hard drive, and them getting out in the wild somehow. I mean, just imagine the fallout that would happen from that. 
oh, um, I don't have to. It's happened. Uh, it has. But if it was Facebook, I mean, people forgive Apple. Well, the TSA um, was actually keeping images of people's body oh, scans. Oh, they were. Yeah, they were. and that got out because employees were saving them. Um, or the employees at Disneyland, when people flash the camera at Splash Mountain, yeah, the system automatically takes the uh, pictures out, so you can't see them when you get off the ride. Yeah, But they still exist, and people put them online. Those were employees that did that. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad news right there. That's what that is. So it's like, I don't have to imagine because it happens all the time. But, you know, Facebook is so prevalent. And if you stop and think about uh, a breach of trust like that, not that Facebook really gives a crap, but I think that that could really, I mean, that could that could hurt Facebook in the public mind a lot more than it may some other company. I have a wild idea. And I, this idea is mainly for private citizens like you and I and other people. If you're a model or an actor, or then it's it would have to go under a whole, totally different idea. But don't let anyone take pictures of you naked. Yeah, that's really the solution to this. Stop taking pictures of your junk. And and if there is one particular person that that one special person, um, have there be a legally binding agreement. That the only person who has access to these pictures is you, and if it ever gets out to anyone, you are 100% responsible. It doesn't matter if it was on a hard drive that you gave to uh, the Geek Squad that needed to be fixed. It doesn't matter if it was just a drunken text to a friend saying, hey, check out what my girlfriend can do. It doesn't matter if you intentionally uploaded. If it ever gets out, you are 100% liable. Could you, I mean, just imagine getting that text. You're like, send nudes. And all of a sudden, you get a freaking PDF of a contract. Sign and send back, please. <laughs> Have you met men? They'll do it. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. If, if a girl that you've been after says, look, fine, I'll send you nudes. I'll send whatever you want. But I first need you get to get this signed with a notary. I need you to perform a blood test and submit it to this address. And after that, I'll send you all the nudes you want. Everyone is going to be trying to figure out. That'll be like the number one Google search. Where's a notary near me? <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're probably right. I, I really think you're right on that. Just saying. That's um, awesome. Okay, Snapchat. We should do. We need to give the disclaimer that we don't. Neither of us use Snapchat. I we don't. Yeah. We're too old. We we missed the Snapchat bandwagon because we didn't like to send dick pics anyways. Snapchat's one of those co- companies that seems to succeed in spite of itself. Um, when even their CEO says, yeah, their app is just so hard to use. It's way harder than it needs to be, which I don't think was a Freudian slip on his part. I think it's just a really badly designed app. Yeah, well, I mean, he was talking to people during the earnings report. He's te- He's telling the investors that they're going to redesign the in, the entire app uh, and that it will cause some temporary disruptions in the process because they understand that their app is just garbage. That's not a great admission to make. Especially to people who are giving you money. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, their stock dropped more than 16%. <laughs> it dropped harder than an iPhone X. Oh, excellent segue. Although, Thank you. 
You don't need to drop an iPhone X very hard. So um, I've actually got to play with an iPhone X this week. It feels nice. Does it? Yeah, it's well built. It really is. It's a bit heavier than I expected. It's heavier than my uh, Galaxy S8 Plus, but not in an uncomfortable way. You know, it just has that good, well-built heft. Uh Uh-huh. And in every possible way, I really like it, hardware-wise. That being said, the particular model I had had a case on it. Um, And when I took the case off is when I felt that it was really well-built and really comfortable. Put the case back on, um, and it was just like any other phone. I'm like, so why do you use the case? He's like, are you kidding me? I would never not use the case. It's a $1,000 phone, and I'm fairly convinced after what I've read about them and what I've seen with previous iPhone builds that if you dropped it onto a feather pillow, it's going to shatter. Yeah, so um, where's this? uh, Here it is. It's a company that actually tests these. They they sell... um, replacement parts what's the name of the company here i actually had it square uh, trade square trade square, yes yeah they're, they're the the phone insurer um they have a whole bunch of different tests they do they drop it from certain heights they run it through tumblers they try and shoot it uh laterally as if it's been thrown um and they test how it breaks and it got the highest score of any phone ever yeah they say it's the most breakable iphone ever and it's, it's like a 90 out of a hundred. And very interestingly, it all seemed to break the same way, which makes sense. But I got thinking about it going, well, okay, let's not be too cruel here. It uses a glass back because it needs to be able to in, have inductive charging. And so does my Galaxy S8 Plus. Well, they must have tested that, right? Well, they did. And it is also quite breakable, but its score was 77. Which is way less. Here's something I don't understand. My old Nokia, my Lumia 810, my Windows phone, did not need a glass back, and it had inductive charging. Please remember, this was four or five years ago. Yeah. And it didn't need a glass back to do inductive charging. Granted, it had a thermoplastic back. It didn't need the glass, but I'm just wondering, why is this trend now that everyone needs to have glass i don't know i don't know but that glass back when you drop your phone it's going to cost you over 500 bucks to replace well and even worse okay so and this goes back to something else we were talking about last week um and it's the fingerprint sensor okay when when the s8 and the s8 plus broke the screen would spider web or you'd get a chip out of the corner or something but you could still use the phone yeah. Yeah. The iPhone X, unfortunately, doesn't have a fingerprint scanner. And the number one break that happened when the when the crack happened on the front, the face ID stopped working. Became completely unresponsive. So you basically break your phone. You can't get into it. Unless you use a pin code every time. Yeah. But it's kinda of like, well then what was the point? Yeah, why'd you spend a thousand bucks on that phone? I will say this, having played with the Face ID now, it's fast. Is it? It's super fast. It's faster than you want. Because just looking at my friend's phone, I locked him out of it. Uh Uh-oh. It tried to scan three times. And I I wasn't trying. 
you know, I wasn't doing the annoying thing. And, and this is, makes great radio, I realize, but I'm showing Zoner here. You know, I wasn't trying to have to, like, position the phone. I was just looking at it just casually, just rotating it. And every time – and I just threw my phone to the ground. Um, but, and I bet it didn't break. No, actually, I've, I've dropped this phone four times now. It's the most I've dropped any phone ever. Uh, I think I'm just getting old. And I don't even have a scratch on it. Do you have a case? I have, like, this super thin – practically a phone condom i mean it is just so thin that it doesn't add any bulk to it and it's just to keep the back from getting scuffed up is it ribbed for her pleasure uh, it's ribbed uh, on the inside yeah um i don't know maybe i'm using it backwards ribbed for your pleasure <laughs> in, in any case um just rotating the phone around to look at it from all the different angles i managed to try and set off the face id three times locking wow. him out of the phone so it's fast it's really, really fast. I got to give it credit there. That is cool, though. That is cool. But yeah, you know, and I joke like it seems like every week I'm joking about how iPhones just break. But now, I mean, we've got like empirical evidence that the iPhone X is just a giant breakable piece of hardware. No break. Oh, that's good. That would be really sucky. That that would I'd actually probably laugh if we're talking about iPhones breaking and you broke your Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. That would uh, that would suck beyond all suckage. Uh, that would. That would. Um, okay, in other iPhone news, and this one's really funny, actually. An interesting quirk got brought up in iOS. Uh, it turned out there was a bug. You tried typing I, as in I'm doing this or I'm doing that, and the autocorrect was adding in and said an A and a question mark inside a box. Like, I don't even know what happened there. Apple's already fixed it with a new patch, which you'd expect them to do. It's a pretty easy fix. But it's just weird that that even happened. That's hilarious. It is. It's really hilarious. Um, Moving on, I, I will say this. In Apple, to Apple's credit, the fact that here we are launch week, and those are really the only two headlines we can get, not bad. No, it, it's really not. And I have heard good things about the phone. Uh, but yeah, it is it is a breakable. So be careful. Get, get a case. I know you people with your iPhones like to show them off. But dude, that's an, it's almost 300 bucks to replace the front, 550 to replace the back. Dude, at that point, you're just buying a new phone. Right, exactly. And I will say this. Having played with it, uh, that uh, that notched tab up at the top that you and I love so much, People, uh-huh. it really doesn't add that much weirdness to it when you turn it sideways. It really doesn't. Stop making a big deal out of it. Nice. It it, it just works. And I hate saying that because we made fun of Apple so many times with that phrase. But it it doesn't it doesn't break anything. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's talk about something that wasn't fine. Yahoo. Three billion people hacked. We've talked about this ad nauseum for years now. Marissa Meyer was CEO. Was she, she was. CEO during the hack? She was. Yep. Yep. She was. Um, and it, this is one of those situations where I feel kind of bad because we defended her a lot. And I we really did. To be fair to us, I think we defended her a lot against some of the really stupid things that people were trying to get her out from Yahoo for doing. She was under attack from all sides. And some of the ways she was under attack were really unfair and really stupid. But 
she should have been under attack the entire time for evidently allowing the world's largest data breach to occur and all of her information being stolen. Like, like she should have been getting called out on that. She actually apologized before a Senate judiciary committee about it, but not, I, I feel she wasn't really apologizing when she turns around and blames Russia. You know, we were talking about how sexual, sexual allegations are like really hot right now in in the media. You're wondering if Russia is Russia is really hot right now too. I mean, look, I'm not calling her a liar. I have no doubt Russia hacked them. But if you're Yahoo, aren't you kind of expecting it? You have all that information. You you're a target. Lock it down, man. Lock it down. Be better than Equifax and lock it down. At least say that you made a fight for it. You did your best. And as soon as you noticed something was wrong, you contacted authorities and took appropriate steps. Not, well, yeah, years ago, we let go of all of our customer information across the entire globe. And that was really bad. But, you know, it was Russia. Yeah, it just, I, I, I heard that. And that's not to say that Russia wasn't involved. It probably was. You're exactly right. They probably were behind it, but it's almost like the default excuse now. Oh, it was Russia. Right. It was Russia. Well, yeah, no joke. It was Russia. Who cares? It was Russia. We all know it was Russia. What did you do? Yeah. 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 Just, oh, goodness. Could be worse. Could have been China. Could have been China. Yeah. Uh, And evidently, uh, China has a way in to most people's everything. Um, A lot of hardware comes out of China. The whole Shenzhen Electronics Limited uh, conglomerate. And one of them, one of the companies, Mantis Tech, who I've heard of, they make a lot of gaming stuff. They do. Yeah, it turns out that they had a keylogger built in one of their mechanical gaming keyboards. Yeah, the GK2. I've never used one of their keyboards. But yeah, they got a keylogger. And it's sending stuff straight to China. That's bad, man. Yep. That's bad. I'm not a fan of that. I- I'm really tired of people just completely screwing over everybody. <laughs> well, And this is something that I've often been wondering about. I've never trusted Chinese companies because by the very definition, there is no Chinese company. It's simply it's the a, government. The government. Right? I mean, yeah. I'm not a poli-sci major or anything, but that's my understanding of the Chinese economy. Yeah. I'm just, I've always just kind of wondered about that. Why are we always so quick to say, oh, yeah, this uh, this computer monitor, this webcam that I bought built in China? Yeah, sure. Why not? It sounds good. Sold by a Chinese company. And I'm just sitting here. I mean, I, I'm looking straight into a Logitech webcam right now, and I believe they manufacture their stuff in China, if I'm not mistaken. It's one thing, though, and maybe it's not. Maybe it's semantics, and I'm just naive. But to me, it's one thing, a Logitech webcam built in China versus a MediaTek webcam, which is built, designed, and sold by a Chinese company. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there isn't a difference. To me, it feels like there is. Um, Not that that matters much anyway, as a recent uh, release from WikiLeaks uh, has pointed out the CIA has ways of spoofing 
certificates, which we've always known, and a way of spoofing where traffic is coming from, meaning that they can make it seem like traffic is coming to or going from wherever they want. And evidently, they allegedly, they've already used this system to spoof um, Kaspersky. Uh-huh. Making it seem like Kaspersky was getting information or sending information. Now, Fun. here's the oh, thing. Jeez. Um, and again, we've talked about Kaspersky a lot, and I've gone back and forth saying I, I had to eat crow saying I was wrong, and then coming back saying, well, maybe I wasn't wrong. We've known this about the CIA for a long time, and I still don't like WikiLeaks. I but but I either. I have mixed feelings towards them. I think in the beginning, their cause was noble. Yeah, I feel they've become a political tool themselves. They worked yes. so hard to fight against being politicized and being, you know, the fight the power, man, fight the power. Only now they kind of are the power. In their own minds, they have their own agenda. I don't appreciate it. But so either, we're trying to read between the lines here, either WikiLeaks is in Russia's pocket. Which which, I think is the case. Which I wonder seriously about. um, Or the CIA, under direction from people in Congress who have wanted Kaspersky out for a long time, spoofed evidence to make it seem like Kaspersky was attacking U.S. interests. And honestly, I think it's a sad state of affairs when I don't know which one of those scenarios is more likely. Yeah, I... Good question. (laughs) Or honestly, it could be both. Yeah, why not both? Yeah, (laughs) it's just weird, you know? Yeah. Um, last headline, Logitech is saying goodbye to a certain piece of hardware, the Link, the Harmony Link. Um, interestingly, they're not just ending support to it, they're bricking it. So if you own a Harmony Link, they're going to be pushing an update that kills the unit. That's Can I just odd, say, I, right? I hate that. I absolutely hate that. If you've paid money for something... And the company no longer wishes to support it. I get that. However, if if you pay for something and the company no longer wishes to support it and they say too bad you can't use it anymore either, I think that's dirty. I don't like that. Oh, okay. I'm reading more of the, uh, the technical reasons behind it. They are not pushing an update. So the only way that the Harmony Link can operate is by um, communicating with Harmony servers and with your local devices. Okay? And to do that, it requires a security certificate. Logitech is simply not renewing the security certificate. So it's not like they're pushing an update that will brick the functionality of the unit. They're simply not renewing a certificate that's required for it to work properly. I'm not saying it's a better reason. I'm just saying it's not quite the same. No, it it's not, but still. Wow. You know what they could do? You know the one you know what they could do that would completely turn this around for them? Say, look, we don't want to support this anymore. 
and we don't want to renew the certificate. So we are opening up the APIs and SDKs we use for it, and that is now an open source device. Have fun, everyone. That would be cool, actually. Do your own home automation with it. You know that the internet would have a field day with that. Oh, they'd go nuts. They'd go totally nuts. Push another update. Launch tech, push one more update that strips out any proprietary stuff you don't want people finding when they mess with the code. Right? Because I guarantee there's that stuff in there. Yeah. And then say, everything that's left, open source. Here's how to access it. Here's the instructions on how to do it. Here's how you do this. Here's how you do this. Here's the documentation. Here's the APIs. Have at it. Have fun. By the way, we don't support this anymore. So if you destroy your device or brick it, sorry, that's it. Yep. I I like that idea. I like that idea. Netgear's done it. Linksys has done it. Microsoft has done it. Yeah, a lot of people have done it. A lot of companies have done that. So why not Logitech? And I well, Logitech they piss me off in a lot of ways, so Yeah. Yeah. All right, into our favorites this week. Mine is not what you'd normally expect. Everyone knows now that Microsoft owns LinkedIn. No one really knows what to do with LinkedIn. But Microsoft is actually developing a new Office 365 plugin for Word. That if you're trying to make a resume, it will use LinkedIn to help you generate a resume. That's freaking awesome. I was always the one to help my friends build a resume. Because evidently I can spin BS like no one else. (laughs) <laughs> see that's a fine line though on a resume too oh yeah because you can't lie but you have to know which buzzwords to use oh yes because the people who are reading your resume are not the people especially in my field you know and in, in the field you were in with the with, with basically being support desk and troubleshooting stuff and being a network engineer you can't explain to people what it is you actually do because a they don't understand it and b if you act too nonchalant about it they'll just assume it doesn't actually mean anything Yes. And and you know you've written a good resume when even though the company doesn't hire you, they then take your resume and build their job requirements based off your qualifications. Yeah, thanks a lot, stupid company. (laughs) You know, my favorite was one thing, but I'm changing it up here because we didn't get to it in the headlines. Uh, There is a company out there. Oh, crap. Where is it? Here it is. Um, And we got an article up on Stolen Droids about it. But there is a company out of New Zealand uh, called NetSafe, and they have a program called Rescam, which is an AI email program that will reply to email scammers for you. You don't need to waste your time, but the scammers do. I mean, it's like the most evil thing I can imagine. I, I love it. And they have they have this video, and it's like this old man talking to scammers and it is like the most brilliant thing ever. So if you get emails from obvious scammers that you just don't want to deal with, instead of clicking delete, send it to NetSafe and they'll waste the scammers time for you and then send you a transcript of it. It's wonderful. I love that they'll send you a transcript because you know you want to know exactly what's happening there. Oh yeah. And you know, I like to troll people when we we have a local a local classified site here in Utah. And whenever I put anything up for sale, I will get tons of text messages. Is this still available? And they'll give me the link to the actual 
to the actual item being sold. So right then I know it's probably a scammer. Right. And I'll I'll just lead them on and I'll I'll have all sorts of fun. I wonder and, if I can start doing this to all the vendors that email my work for me. Or is that ooh. just considered unprofessional? That that would probably be unprofessional. Oh dang it. All right. Well, that is our episode this week. Hey, let us know what you're thinking. Feedback at StolenDroids.com. Give us a call, 801-917-GEEK. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Until next time, cheers. Okay. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.